0: You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm.
1: This week on Apathetic Enthusiasm, we've talked to you about Palm Springs for a minute, but also Paper Mario and Minecraft.
0: Yeah, that's right. We talk over the theme song now. I forgot about that.
1: (laughs) Uh, Hey, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I'm Brandon. And welcome to our show. But... When I say our, I don't mean Travis. I don't mean me. I don't mean both of us. We mean all of us. You see, we are a pod fam. <laughs> um, you know, you know, when I whenever I see Travis, whenever I see Pod Fam or or Podern Family and stuff like that, um, there's there's a part of me that is like, oh, oh, like just like a little a little cringy, but but I understand it. You know, like it's it's true. There there's a family yeah. out there of, of podcast where they live only off of uh the listener statistics. <laughs> like they're, they're out on the street. Yeah. With,
0: with if 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 we were obsessed with listener statistics, yeah. we wouldn't make the show anymore. We'd, we'd be it's... we'd be starving
1: to death, you know? Ab- absolutely. Instead of like vampires, yes. instead of vampires seeking out blood, They're like, uh, like people of the night looking for blood. No, they're, they're looking, they're looking for stats, man. They're on blueberry and they're like, yo, give me them advanced stats. I'm thirsty for some stats.
0: (laughs) I need to know not only how many downloads I got, but how many people listened to the whole episode? How many people listened (laughs) to half the episode? How many people only made it to the first ad break and then quit? Uh, I need I need to know all that stuff.
1: uh, (laughs)
0: Uh, and if you are a dedicated Potter and family member, well, thanks for joining us on this yeah, episode. Thank you. Uh no 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 hate. Uh where you can follow us on the social media internets. Uh Twitter, we're at apathusiast. I'm at Jogomino. He's at Barnyard Cruise, mm. Facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. Send us emails, please. We're lonely. Apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com, Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm, and This podcast, the second podcast we're doing tonight live on Twitch, uh, and of course, Interdimensional RSS, all available over at apatheticenthusiasm.com. Mentioning Twitch, because we are live streaming right now and every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash apatheticenthusiasm or over at youtube.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. Catch the live streams. You can go over to YouTube. You can subscribe over there. You can catch past episodes of our live streams so if you want to see what we look like if you want to see how much effort we put in to looking (laughs) presentable uh make sure you head over to those uh different options as well uh and then i want to give a special shout out to those over at patreon.com rick and morty pod the lovely folks who have signed up uh we are quickly approaching our patreon anniversary oh uh, so uh we have something special in mind for patrons that the, the crowd goes wild for patreon uh yeah spe- special something for folks uh look look for that coming up here very soon uh if you sign up at any tier uh we are working on a special perk just for you uh, if you sign up during our Patreon anniversary. So Any tier. Uh, for, bo- f- for, for both of you that listen to this podcast, uh, make make sure that you head over to patreon.com slash Rick and Morty pod. And, and, and,
1: and to be clear on that, both of you, he's not talking about me or him because neither of us listen to it. And I'm the one who edits Mm-mm. it. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, I, sir. I uh, My philosophy on apathetic enthusiasm has always been blind podcast editing. And, and
0: our numbers show that <laughs> that uh, he's he's really he's really lived by that promise. So uh,
1: can't wait to talk about Brandon, it at Podfest.
0: <laughs> Brandon, how the heck are you? I I I want to know how you doing. How you feeling? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to rock and roll another two podcasts in one night? Are you, are you are you, are you hyped? <laughs> what is your relative hype level?
1: Hell yeah! If if my if if my hype level could be quantified. It would be acorn right now. That's how, that's how hype I am.
0: Like, like, like your hype is so full of the promise for the future and the potential of becoming a mighty Oak tree, but currently uh, could be squashed under the boot of an unsuspecting hiker.
1: Well, you know, if I get squashed and I, that's fine. I just, I get germinated across the the countryside. Yeah. Some some lucky squirrel gets a gets a piece of me, and then when he when it shits <laughs> that, me out. That squirrel, does that squirrel want a piece of me? <laughs> uh, and then, then I eventually, in one way or the other, I'm going to become a big, beautiful oak. It's just the path that we take to get there is not what we expected. Yeah, we all
0: take different paths. Uh, there was something I was going to ask you about. I thought about it when I walked into my office. I was like... I should I should totally derail our conversation tonight and talk about it. Uh, I have since forgotten what that topic was. So, <laughs> uh,
1: anything on your mind? Uh, th- that was a yeah. I mean, in a way, you you did it. You derailed it in in a certain sense. I I tried to derail it just off the bat, talking about them 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 stats, it, them acorns. <laughs> That's them. No, them stat numbers. Oh yeah. And uh, and then you, then you brought it, then you brought it back, um. Yeah, t- talking about talking about stats. That I mean, I, I will just I will talk about I will throw this out there right now because we are are talking about podcasting, and so I will get my get my face back on there. Um,
0: they're, they're, like you like people can see so little of that on the stream, and it's fine. Uh, it's fine because you're gonna you're gonna tell them everything about it, and I feel it's, like that's it's, important. It's,
1: it's fine. Where where am where am I? I'll I'll adjust I'll adjust it. No, you're good. Just, just don't, you, don't do mess you see, up the Do you see me? Do no. you see more of me now?
0: It doesn't show any more of it just because you moved.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I'll move, I'll move myself back, and I will change my picture. Look, this is really great stuff for the the live folks. Um, yeah. All right. So I'm working on I'm working on my, my my presentation right, and I did I did my initial draft for it was. Something along the lines of uh, 2,800, 2,900 words. And, Your presentation
0: for what, Brandon? Uh,
1: my presentation for PodFest or uh, uh, PodFest Global Summit, uh, which is what it's called this time. And as so I'm doing a presentation, I'm giving a speech on fandom, right? My initial my initial draft 2900 words a long time it took like 22 minutes and that was me rushing it talking fast like I nor like I normally do not not in a not in a, a speech presentator's, presentating voice presentator presentator I,
0: not in a professional speech present <laughs> presentator
1: correct thank thank you for thank you for uh, making that clear for everybody and uh so, th- so i, I recorded it listened to it and i'm like oh okay all right chopped a whole hell of a lot of it down and so now i'm down now i'm down to a a nice like 16 minutes or so and leaves me a little bit of extra room because it's only supposed to be 15 to 20 minutes leaves me a little bit extra room for mistakes and quips and jokes and on the fly stuff to to make it you know more, more me and and less. have
0: that loose improvisational feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going for? Yeah, the yeah. the
1: illusion of of Im- improv, and uh, but the the thing that I also want to do is I want to add because it's on Zoom, it's through Zoom. I wanted to not just have the background stuff which which you see in here in 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 the Zoom, but I wanted to have slides, obviously, because it's a presentation. But I didn't want it just to be. I didn't just want it to be my voice and then the slides being presented on, on screen. I wanted to somehow incorporate me inside the slides, which keynote uh, PowerPoint doesn't really do necessarily out of the box. And so I loaded up OBS and I downloaded a tool called uh, OBS uh, virtual camera, which zoom doesn't natively grab outputs other than your webcam. So through OBS Studio, not OBS Live uh, Streamlabs, Labs, uh, you get this plugin. You start the virtual video, and it creates a camera that then Zoom can see, and then can uh, it, you know you do everything in OBS, but Zoom then looks at it and says, "Oh, okay, cool. I'm, I've got that. I've got that covered." Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a webcam. I can handle that.
1: Um, so now, so now I'm I'm working on. Uh, I I only want to have maybe like seven slides. But in each one of those slides in OBS, then there will be a, uh, a image kind of slideshow, which then I can browse through to change the slide in that grouping. So I won't have to worry about my my webcam placement. Uh, it'll be kind of standard for that slide. Uh, and then just the images around me will change. And, and
0: this, that- I, you, you sent me some samples of what you had planned spectacular <laughs> spectacular uh it's it's cool it's gonna it's gonna add a little bit of a different i i think it will be very unique for for people that are attending the conference or or want to learn more about uh podcasts and fandom and things like that uh definitely need to check your your talk out but then when they go it's it it's gonna be unique it's gonna be different than i think what other people are doing and so I I appreciate the hard work that you put into to all of your prep uh and I hope hopefully your audience will as well.
1: Yeah, I uh I am I'm, I'm waiting to see what what other people are doing with their their presentations. I know there's it's not just about podcasting, it's also there's some subsections about live streaming and YouTube content, making videos. And uh I I those are those are the people that I would expect things like that to, to come from where they're doing mm-hmm. something where your, your thing, your thing is all about visual. It's not just about the, the talking. So what are they doing in their presentations? So I'm interested to see what, what they come up with. Uh, but, um, and, and hopefully they're, they're not as cool as mine. <laughs>
0: Ho- hopefully we can only hope. Ah. Do you, do you, do you plan on attending any other talks or presentations? Are you going to check out what some of the other, folks at PodFest have have to
1: offer oh you know i, I i'm You're i like i was so stressed out about my thing i hadn't even thought about that <laughs> uh yeah i i'm i'm going to i i listen i listen to like their opening ceremony thing today because this is this is this is PodFest pre-week and they're just doing a bunch of um like case studies they're showing a bunch of case studies of people doing their pre-recorded videos uh so i'll probably check some of those things out there's like micro cons that are part of the, the convention it's like you know the the video con or the bilingual speakers con and stuff like that or military con uh so i might check out some of that stuff it's all online so i can look at it on desktop i can look at it on my my mobile phone and so i could be doing all that stuff while i'm actually working because i'm teleworking this week and, and next wow. as well so that it actually works out for me too
0: easy, too easy to multitask and watch things while also <laughs> being productive uh well speaking of being productive uh we have we have a couple of topics to discuss on this week's episode uh the first is a, a film uh, a, a made for TV movie if you will uh came out on hulu uh very recently. this is uh Palm Springs. I tried to get you to watch it i I I think you were too busy making slides. Is that accurate?
1: <laughs> um, no, actually it's not. That'll be our that'll be our fourth topic. What I was actually doing a lot of the time.
0: Oh, okay, all right. But but uh, uh, but but, 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 but you Springs, did not actually watch it.
1: No, I no I no I didn't. And you won't have watched the things that I watched, which we'll talk Absol-
0: about. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so so this is this is a movie that came out uh for for Hulu, uh, directed by Max. Bar Backow, uh, it's got uh Andy Samberg, Kristen Mil- Milioti, Mil- 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 Milioti, yeah, yeah, uh, who I, I'm sorry, I'm always just gonna know her as the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Um, oh, yeah, uh, oh. we we, went, we we went through a phase in my house where we binge watched all of How I Met Your Mother. And uh, ultimately, uh, (laughs) this actress ended up being the mom. So if you watch that show, you know know who we're talking about. Uh, But the Wikipedia article describes Palm Springs as a 2020 American romantic comedy film uh, directed by Max Barbacow, uh, written by Andy Sierra. And uh, it's it would have premiered or had its world premiere at Sundance in January And then it was got a selected release, but now is out digitally on Hulu. Um, Basically, this is a Groundhog's Day movie. Um, Classic, classic Groundhog's Day scenario where Andy Sandberg is at a Palm Springs house. Uh, He wakes up with his girlfriend. Uh, She's getting ready to be in their friend's wedding uh, and we quickly discover that Andy Samberg's character has been reliving this day for a considerable amount of time. And the way that they reveal it in the film is kind of like like you know what's happening. They're not trying to hide it from you. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the end of that day, uh, he uh, unwittingly ends up uh, bringing one of the young—the actual sister of the bride— uh, played by Kristen Maloti uh, into the time loop with him. Uh, and so now you experience this Groundhog's Day sort of story, uh, but it's a little bit different, right? Now you have two people that are going through it. You have one person that's been doing it for a really long time, and then someone else who is new and is just being exposed to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Groundhog's Day has been a favorite movie of mine for a really long time. Sure, and uh, and And that... That that concept of how would you act, how would you behave if you were repeating the same day over and over again, what would you do, um, what, what, what choices you would do? you make, <laughs> uh, they, they add some really interesting questions to that in terms of what would it be like if you had another person experiencing that with you, um, what if one was more experienced in that scenario than the other, and what if there was a third person that was also repeatedly trying to torture and kill you? Um, so all of these <laughs> things happen. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a romantic comedy too. So there's there's a little oh, bit of a love story. Oh geez, oh, Brandon's checked out. Brandon's checked
1: That's out. The, you said the you said the R word. Rated it, R for romantic <laughs> comedy. <laughs> you know I don't like rated R movies, <laughs> Travis. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I know that's right.
1: Well, but well what I mean what you you, you liked it. Uh, you you like Groundhog it was Day. pretty you know?
0: good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it.
1: Uh well I mean what what really stuck out to you about this this movie for somebody who's not seen it and only know that it's it's within that that genre of yeah. of time loop films. What what jumped out at you? Was it a um, Groundhog? Was there a god was there a fucking Groundhog in this movie? There were there were no
0: Like, there wasn't a groundhog. There was a goat. (laughs) Goat hogs day. (laughs) Um, Well, so the movie starts where Andy Samberg's character has already been doing this time loop thing for a while. Hmm. Like, we we start the movie where he's been doing it long enough to where he doesn't have a great memory about not doing this. Okay, um, right. which which already is really interesting to me because in with 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 Bill Murray in Groundhog's Day, like you kind of go for the entire ride with him, start to finish, from when he starts looping to a lot of the different things that he tries, his his excitement in it, his his. Depression, him trying to kill himself over and over again, of uh, finally some acceptance, him using it to his advantage to you know learn to play the piano or learn ice sculptures or whatever. and eventually, uh, finding the best way to woo his his significant other in the movie and 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 somehow get out of the loop because love conquers all time loops or something like that. yeah,, uh, this movie recognizes the fact that all of that has been done. In Groundhog's Day. (laughs) And so it's not trying to remake that movie, but it's trying to kind of add on to it a little bit because the... uh, I should really learn their character names. Sarah, the female character. uh, The first day that she wakes up in this time loop, she, she kind of is like, what's going on? Why is it the same day over and over again? And she kind of goes through a lot of those same things that Bill Murray went through in Groundhog's Day but all the while Andy Sandberg is just like no we've done like you can't die I tried it I tried it just about every way you can you just wake up to the next and so like she kills herself one time he's like all right do you believe me now like can we skip to this part <laughs> um and and then they get into more of just a, a period of realizing that there are no consequences. Um, And so what would you do if there are no consequences and they do some fun stuff, but even that eventually grows stale and it gets into the idea that um, even with no consequences, if you're doing the same thing over and over alone and nothing really matters, it's hard. uh, It's hard to like, feel like anything matters, I guess at that point. Uh, And the one thing that, Andy Samberg's character really uh figures out uh is that the relationship with Sarah uh is is what matters to him. So uh meanwhile, uh she <laughs> gets to a breaking point where she wants out, she absolutely wants out, and there's good reasons why, um, especially considering how she wakes up every day. Uh and so then it she decides to um sort of it on herself to figure out a way out, and uh, I, I don't want to give that stuff away. Um, but I was really, I was really kind of pleasantly surprised with how she gets out, like, uh, and how she figures out what to do. Uh, because Niles, that's uh, Andy Samberg's character, um, he sort of just decides to live with it, right? And and by the time the movie starts, he's drinking beers in the pool in the morning. He's going to this wedding that the same wedding that he's been going to every day day after day. He just shows up in like a Hawaiian shirt and shorts and uh yeah, he just kind of he just kind of rolls through it, drinks throughout the day and just coasts through it um making minimal uh alterations to what he does uh day in and day out. So, I don't know. I thought it was really in, uh interesting. I, I like the unique aspect of of time loops and timelines and how people can manipulate those. So, um I I would recommend it especially if you have a Hulu subscription because then it's free.
1: Yeah. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. Um yeah, you know, I like I like I like those movies. Uh I I didn't see Russian Doll uh that was another one of those 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 yeah, types of, a... of, of of things yeah um th- this one ob- obviously i would say uh the my favorite of the not ground you uh, the, the my favorite not ground hog's movie is happy death day uh <laughs> which it, it it's a, the same con- uh concept but it is all about she keeps waking up uh, after getting murdered every day, and she don't she has to figure out who the murderer is. So there's there's uh, you know it, it sounds like there's something similar in, in Palm Springs, but so so I will I
0: will say like there's an earthquake that happens the day of this time loop, right? And it opens up this cave that if you walk into this cave, that's what gets you into the time loop, right? And so, uh, JK Simmons is a guest at, at the wedding and on one particular loop, uh, Andy Sandberg parties way too hard with JK Simmons and, uh, ends up bringing him through the time loop with him. (laughs) And then JK Simmons's character turns out to be really, uh, psychotic, I guess, and uh, gets really mad that he's stuck in this time loop with, uh, with Niles uh, and so sadistically kills him over and over and over again for a <laughs> period of time. So, so the first time through the day, uh, he, Niles is making out with Sarah out in the desert near the cave and, uh, and all of a sudden gets shot with an arrow <laughs> and uh, there's this weird <laughs> bearded guy that, that just shoots him a couple times uh who we later find out uh is, is this character that he's brought through the loops with him. Um but yeah yeah it's uh it's interesting it's um I don't know there's there's some good gags it it's the if I had to critique this movie negatively I would say that it's not super deep on the romantic side but it's not Super deep on the comedy side, either. Like this, this there were there were certainly jokes that really landed for me, but this wasn't like a laugh a minute, you know, hilarious film. Um, it, it, and it, then, it
1: it wasn't wasn't quite a romantic comedy. It was it wasn't a rom com. It was like a a roco. It was <laughs>
0: sure sure. It was, <laughs> where, was abbreviated. Like, it, it was abbreviated like, at least.
1: Yeah. It was an abbreviated abbreviation because it didn't. It sounds to me like it didn't do either of them to any kind of real rom-com length.
0: No, like, I wouldn't put this in a category with traditional rom-coms, right? But the fact that there is a romantic aspect to it, and it centers around a uh, heteronormative couple, I guess, like, that it starts checking boxes for a romantic comedy pretty quickly, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... I I would say check it out if you've got okay. like an hour and a half to kill and and Hulu's available and you're not watching the restart of basketball in the Orlando bubble then <laughs> that's what I wanted uh, to talk about how would you know that, that, that was no that's what you want I had a oh, oh <laughs> you, you had me going uh, had me going so, uh, but, always getting you always so, getting you with that basketball interest Thunder lost a close one today in the bubble against Denver went oh, to yeah. overtime they didn't have the uh, they didn't have the legs for it but oh, damn, anyway damn, uh, damn, damn
1: damn anyways yeah what did uh, you watch brandon what yeah, did you watch watch happy death day to you it's a really good movie um <laughs> the, the sequel is is pretty good too it takes a little d- in a different one, but um i watched i didn't i didn't i, up, I didn't watch palm springs because uh w- what it was it was friday i think and it was getting ready for for my for uh from a big day right your a big, big B day big big B day I'm like you know what uh let me let me let's let's see what's on Shudder. Let's see what's on oh, what, Shudder. I
0: was, for a second I was like what were you exactly were you preparing for your birthday? Which by the way everybody uh head out to Twitter tell Brandon late happy birthday <laughs> go go fill you know you don't write us emails.
1: You don't have to you do you don't
0: have to do, Please, do, it, do <laughs> it. Do it. Do it do it
1: um anyway, and, we went to shutter. Went to shutter. You... Uh just looking around shutter to see what see what was on and there was a a documentary called In Search of Darkness and it's it's a it's like 4 hours and some change long and it's all about 80s horror movies and it goes through each one of the years and it talks about the horror movies of that of of that that year and it talks about specific like subcategories like horror icons and um, the heroes and stuff like that. Uh, so we started watching, we started watching that. We got to 1982 and then we, then we paused it. <laughs> uh, and I said, well, we'll finish watching that tomorrow. And then uh, the next day we ended up watching because the sleep away camp was, was in, came out in 81 and like, oh, you know, or 82. Yeah. 81 or 82. And yeah, Chelsea had never seen it. Let's watch it. So we watched so we watched Sleepaway Camp on my birthday. And then we went right back into watching uh, in, in Search of Darkness. And it's it's just, it's really, really, really good. Because I, I mean, I, I grew up on horror films and just watching all of them, like seeing the uh, directors and writers, special effects people, random other people like Cassandra Peterson, uh, Joe Bob isn't in there, Darcy the male girl. They're talking about those those same films that I grew up with, and it, w- it was it was it was it was fun. We just finished it finished it tonight, and uh, yeah, it long that's a long long time for for documentaries. <laughs>
0: um, like like is it like a documentary series
1: or no? Is it
0: just like a long documentary?
1: <laughs> it's just a long ass documentary, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, uh, but I I there some really good folks in there. I listening to a couple of the people talk, uh, I, I, John Carpenter is a crotchety old Dick. (laughs) Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea doesn't like him. Uh, he's, he's funny just in a, like, God, you're such, you're such an old crotchety man. Um, Joe Dante who directed, uh, the howling, he directed gremlins. Uh, love that guy he just i love the way he talks and then this this director larry cohen who directed such great as Cue the winged serpent and the stuff uh he he was a he was a joy to listen to to talk i don't know if you've ever seen the stuff travis but do you do you want to do you want to bet on whether or not i've seen it yes uh, <laughs> we can't get enough of the stuff that that whole movie is is about uh, basically like people eat this, this product called the stuff and it looks kind of like marshmallow, uh, like marshmallow dip or, you know, like where you can, you know, yeah. or ice cream, yeah. melted it's ice cream. That's what you put
0: in, uh, fluffernutters. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and people eat this and it, it infects them in, in some way, shape or form. Anyway, uh, Larry Cohen, the director was talking, he's, he passed away, but, but, he did this before he passed away and he was just talking about like, yeah, the stuff was, was hard to, to, to handle, you know, kids, parents, adults, you know, they're you can, you can deal with them normally, but you know, there's agents and there's union reps, the stuff, you know, you just have to, you know, when no one's looking, you just hit it with a hammer and uh, it will do, do whatever you want it to do. <laughs> it's like, he's being really weird about an inanimate object. that looks like a melted ice cream. and i just really liked it and uh rest in peace larry cohen
0: yeah i just looked at the wikipedia page for the stuff uh interesting can't Uh, get enough of the stuff it's the poster's really interesting uh yeah huh all right wow there's a lot of people in the cast
1: solid solid movie michael moriarty great 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 actor in that
0: there you go. There you go. Well, I'm I'm glad you got to spend your birthday weekend watching horror documentaries because that seems <laughs> like the perfect way for you to spend it. Uh, I did a thing this weekend. Oh, uh, well, well, this week, I guess. I guess it. I don't know. It started uh, over the weekend. Maybe it started.
1: Uh, it did seems you so Did long you build ago. a house?
0: I built a house. I built. Uh. I built all sorts of things.
1: Uh, I
0: I want to say it was like a Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe, and and I came down to the old computer, the uh, the the office <laughs> where I podcast and play some video games, and I opened up Steam, Brandon, and I was like, what do I want to play? What is a game I can play? What is what is gonna scratch that itch for me? I remember I wanna, saying I,
1: that.
0: Yeah, I want I want to do something that's um you know a little bit a little bit different than what i've been playing um and i looked at i'd heard some really good stuff about satisfactory uh which is a first person factorio basically um which i i mentioned to you and you were like man let's just play factorio and then i don't have to worry about motion sickness <laughs> uh and yeah. i was like yeah th- i mean I could play that. I could play that. But what is what is that game essentially? It's it's me doing more chores in a game to to automate productions and do all this stuff. When I've I've got that sounds so fun. (laughs) It it is fun. It is fun. Uh, but it it suddenly got me thinking about Minecraft again. And Uh. I'm I'm sure we've talked about Minecraft on this podcast, especially. Uh, over the years, I've gone through fits and starts with Minecraft. Uh, but my kids are all at an age where they could all play Minecraft. They occasionally play it on their own. Um, but I wanted them to really like get into it. And I kind of wanted to see if there was a way to play with them. Uh, and obviously, Minecraft has come a long way since I first hosted a Minecraft server on my personal computer like 10 years ago or whatever, it, whatever it was now, uh, they've set up the realm system and all this stuff. It's on every platform imaginable, imaginable from PC to every console uh, to mobile devices. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to start up a realm. Maybe I can get Brandon to join me. <laughs> uh, but at least I can open it up so that my kids could play with me. And then we could try this out. See if, see if playing with my kids is the way for me to get back into Minecraft. And uh so that's what that's what we did this week. And, 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 well, and was it? So so yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Minecraft lately. Uh, but so far it feels like a lot of the same things that I always do when I first start playing Minecraft, right? So I, okay. I start out, I find, a, I find a nice area to start building in. I build me a little house. I start digging a mine, start getting those materials. And then I build a farm. And, uh, and then after I build up a lot of this stuff, then I'm like, all right, cool. Time to start exploring. And I've done all of those things, Brandon. Yeah. With one unique exception, uh, now I have two other people that are playing with me, who expect me to be their like supply for everything in the game, <laughs> and uh, and so now it's like I'm not just playing for one, but I'm playing for three. Well, that, that's that's uh, yeah. good. You know,
1: it slows you down a
0: little bit. It, it does. It does. <laughs> like my my youngest is like, hey, Dad, can I? Ha- can I have some more blocks to build a house? And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I've got like a whole chest of cobblestone over here. here let me just drop a bunch of cobblestone." And then she's like, "Oh, great!" And then I go and do something, and I come back. She's like, "My house is done. Check it out!" And a giant monolithic cobblestone cube is there <laughs> with a door on it, which which is only there because I dropped a door for her. Uh, and then. Uh, and then yeah, and then like I'm like, well, hey, maybe you should like make a second story. Maybe you should try doing this. Let's put a let's put this in there. Let's do that. Um, but then she's like, Well, I'm out of blocks. Could I have more blocks, Dad? And I was like, Here, how about I give you tools? And then you can go get your own blocks. And she's, she's she doesn't really go for that as as much. Um, my no, son is a little bit more silver platter. My son's a little bit more like self sufficient, but um still he's he he's asking a lot of the questions like, well, how do I make this? How do I make this? The thing that's actually driving him to make a lot of different things is the achievements in the game because they give you like Ugh. unlockable skins and stuff for certain achievements. So he's like, hey, uh, dad, how do I make a book? I'm like, well, what are you trying to use a book for? Uh, it gives me it gives me this crown. I I just want I just want this cool new shirt, dad. That's that's why. <laughs> oh, OK. Well, all right. Here's this. This and this you you, you make. Um, but it is fun. They've been very into it this week and, uh, yeah. And then, and then, you, you know, your son showed up, uh, a few times yeah. you, you showed up in there at one point, but the entire time I was in there to, to check on you, I think you were AFK. Uh, so was, I just kind of like, was
1: this Saturday night? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah you were yeah, like, yeah. I'm actually checking out Minecraft. I was like, Oh, cool. And I hop on and I like send you a couple of chat <laughs> messages. <laughs> And I and so then I find you and your avatar is just like standing there.
1: You do, you know you know what happened? Uh it was it was it was like what eleven thirty, eleven forty five, 30, and it was it was getting ready to be Sunday and I'm like you know, I I was I was feeling good and I, I I sat down on the couch, start up the Xbox, feeling, feeling good, and, you know. Oh, let's play, let's play a game. Woo! All right, start up start up Minecraft. I sent you that message. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna check this realm out. And then as it's loading, I, I just I close my eyes for for half a second, and I'm like, oh, that feels that feels pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was such a it was such a stark change, because I was not sleepy when I started that Xbox. And in that span of like 20 seconds of of lo- the loading screen, ah, oh, it feels good get, get to the realm. I don't even know how I got to the realm. I, I, I like, I sleepwalked, <laughs> I, I sleepwalked, uh, to through the menus to the realm and I got there. And then another bit of loading. Oh man, this feels good. these eyes closing. And then I get in, I look at the, I look around for a second. I, I, I moved my, my left thumb stick around. Huh? And then I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh when I when I woke up in the morning I start I started Minecraft up again. I i didn't even realize that you had gone in there. Yeah. Um when I when I went back in there, uh I must have starved to death or something because I there was nothing on my person. There was absolutely nothing. Or I got or I was murdered by my monsters and just everything was dropped. So um so I yeah, spent I, there a couple hours. I, I got morning. in
0: there and there was a creeper outside of the house that your son had built. Yeah, and I like ran over there, and you um you hadn't responded to my message, mm-hmm. and then the creeper started chasing after me, and I was like ah, and and typically I can I can handle a creeper, no problem, yeah, no problem. Sure, sure. but uh, for whatever reason, I did not get away quickly enough, and it totally blew. Blew up and made a creeper hole not far from from the house that you were uh, resting in. The crew's uh, so, household. So I was like, "Oh man!" And so I'm like, "Ah, uh, fixing the creeper hole, fill it all up." And then uh, and I was like, "He's he's not really moving in there." <laughs> uh, well, I I'm pretty tired. I was I wasn't really gonna play anyway, so I went and, like check the farm, check another thing, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll just." To see you well, later. <laughs> I'll just get off. Uh so uh yeah, I I was kind of picking up that you weren't being super active in the game and then uh let you let you do your thing. But I, yeah. I gotta i I gotta say that game has continued to add new things and you know tr- work to work to stay relevant, I guess. I mean it is like the most popular game in history, I think. Um, but it's it's still really satisfying to play uh when when I jump in and some of the things that they've added there's all kinds of new things you can build that I'm like confused about and I find myself going back to the Minecraft wiki and having to look up what is a what does this new table do what is what is this new item for uh, um there's new mobs that they've added in and then with their recent uh nether update I finally built a nether portal and went down in there and you, fin-
1: it- you, fi- you finally built another portal,
0: yeah. Like after a few days,
1: <laughs> Do it, you- but that that's not like the first time you've ever built one, no, no. Oh, okay. No. Oh, that's that's why I was be like, What you played the game for so long, and you, you, you just be like, No, I never need to get to that point, never need to go to fight anything. <laughs> no, like,
0: I mean. I went a good <laughs> three or four days before I was like, all right, I guess I'll build another portal now
1: uh, Yeah, and uh, went into and the, across from the cruise house. What? There's one across from the cruise house. There is. I
0: built it across the water because the back, the last time I played it, uh, mobs could move through nether portals and, and like, if you didn't protect your portal, zombie pigmen could just like start showing up randomly in the overworld mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't want that to happen, so I built it across the water to, as, as a layer of protection, uh, and then later I found that someone had built a dirt bridge across the water to it, uh, and I was like, all right, well, that's fine. I, I built a house around it anyway, so not a big deal. It's, everything should be fine. Um, no, I didn't, but ba- yeah. I didn't
1: build a dirt bridge to it. No. I not, don't know
0: that I... you did. I'm just saying someone did.
1: Oh yeah, because I built I built an extension to our property line, uh, <laughs> um, so we get, get a little bit of extra farmland in there, you know. Just oh, but yeah. I but I didn't but I didn't extend it all the way to the island.
0: No, there's just like a single path of dirt blocks oh. across the river. Now there's a few when, of them. When, I I would blame a Menard kid before a a, a cruise resident. It just yeah,
1: because because. Because the cruise boys are too lazy to do that. We just swim over there. Yeah. But they're like, no, nah, I would swim over there every every time. Every time. But uh, <laughs> I, will, I will say a few critiques
0: about Minecraft, especially in the Microsoft era. Um, too many versions. It, it's great. It's great that it's on everything. It's great that I can play it on my computer. I can play it on my Xbox. I, I, we bought it for the Switch. I can play it on my phone, my iPad. You name it. That's that's terrific. Um, having to create a Microsoft account for each one of my offspring oh, yeah. in order for them all to have unique accounts, a little frustrating, but doable, especially because I have a Windows PC. I can do it from my Windows PC. I can create kids accounts. That's great. But then the convoluted web system that I have to go through to make sure that two of the 80 possible child safety options for child accounts are checked correctly so that they can both join online games and uh like be in clubs or whatever which are both required in order to allow them to to play online that that took a lot of time and so so when you fire up the game on the switch, you have to like <laughs> go to a link on another device, enter in a code, make sure that their login is set up the right way before they can start playing.
1: It's well now, now I know why it took you so long to build another portal.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's because I was approving all those accounts. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I, I will ask you as a resident Xbox expert. Um, I can't, you still can't share an Xbox Live account, right? Like when I when I buy the Nintendo Online account for our Switch,
1: there's no there's no family account.
0: Yeah, it all of my kids can play online. Like every one of them can. My regardless of which like account they use on the Switch, uh, everybody can play online for online games. My Xbox Live is tied to my gamer tag, so. I am the only one that can use Minecraft on the Xbox and actually play in the realm. Is that is that accurate?
1: Uh, yeah, I th- I think so. Unless you make like a guest account. Um,
0: but can a guest account go on to online by themselves? I mean, I guess I, maybe.
1: I I don't know. I don't know if 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 it's if it's Jugglemino guest one uh it it might it might be i don't know i haven't really yeah. i haven't really tested it out cuz it's
0: should. weird when when you create one of those microsoft accounts for like a kid it creates xbox it basically creates an xbox gamer tag for them um so i don't know like i can hmm. I, I i maybe i should try logging in on my xbox with one of those accounts and just see what happens
1: yeah hey give give it a shot it might be the the worst that can happen is it says you must have Xbox Live Gold to play this on Xbox.
0: I love consoles; consoles. they're the best.
1: That's, that's the, the worst. That that's the worst that could happen.
0: Uh, anyway, mine, consoles Minecraft are is best. fun. Um, Brandon, you should you should come exploring with me uh, as soon as I save up enough uh, uh food for a journey. I'm gonna go fill some maps. Uh, and, and go explore, explore the worlds of Minecraft. Okay. Yeah.
1: Fun. I, I am, I'm completely down with it. I was, I was on there for a couple hours Sunday trying to, you know, expand, like, like I said, expand the property line, work on, work on a little farm, you know, gather, gather some resources. That way my, when my son comes back into the game, he's like, Oh, look at this. I got, got more stuff that I can, I can work. I chopped up a bunch of wood. I got, it's got some excess wood. You you saw the livestock I'm I'm putting out there, right? Like I, I did. You're trying to outdo, outdo my kid. I get it. I no, get it. it's
0: because I made an automatic um yeah. meat cooker thing. So they have a smoker now. Did you know there was a smoker block <laughs> no, in the I game? I didn't.
1: I didn't yeah, know that. No. It
0: cooks meat twice as fast as a furnace. So I hooked it up with the three huh. chests and the uh the hoppers, so that there's a chest for fuel. There's a chest for raw meat, and there's a chest that where it spits out the cooked meat. And so you can just fill the chest with all this these excess goods, and then it will automatically cook it all and put it in a chest for you. Uh, because Minecraft automation is is the true end game, <laughs> and uh, and and that's and that's what I like to do. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, well, I, I, I am right there with you for, for automation. That's the the part I always want to get to. And, uh, it's, it's a part that I'm always, that that's my, that's my critique with, with Minecraft and those, those types of games is because there is so much gap of, of knowledge from step one to step 10 that I'm like, I, I I don't really know where to go without having to look up a tutorial again on. Yeah. Well, this is this is the next step. Okay, well you did a stone axe, congratulations. You should now you at this point in time you should start mining. Like I don't know. I, I used You're to like know But how, how
0: do I make a TI eighty two calculator with <laughs> redstone? How do, like how does that happen? When do I get to that one?
1: When do when do I get to that point? Like I. I, I played it. I, you know, I used to play it a lot and you'd think I would remember some of that stuff. <laughs> and I don't like offhand, I forget how to make torches because it's been so long.
0: Right? Yeah. And that's the other critique I have about the Microsoft version of it, is how it has the recipes for every kind of block in it automatically to where but you But it doesn't can just, tell like,
1: you how to do it.
0: If you click the like thumbstick, it'll tell you the uh, recipe for it. Oh, okay, you know? okay. Which I'm old school to where I had to go look it up on the internet every time mm-hmm. I wanted to make something, yeah. And you had to put each piece in the crafting table in the right orientation, otherwise it wouldn't produce it. That to me, I'm OG that way. I'm <laughs> I, I, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm back from the beta days. You know, you know how we roll.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. I it know. is it is way
0: more convenient though to just be like, yeah, I need more torches. <laughs> click, 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 click. Okay, cool. Got all my torches. Good.
1: Yeah, yeah, they 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 streamlined that a lot over the, over the years to to not have to worry about all that extra. Like, it's, it's made it easier. It's made it easier. Admin, what what we should do, Brandon,
0: is you and I should run off into some like random field or something when like none none of the kids are playing, and we should build some sort of like experience for them, and then be like, all right, guys, go find you know the haunted village or whatever. And then they'd have to go and like play through our little like mini game that we built.
1: And then, and then they use a bunch of axes and pickaxes and then just destroy everything because they're cheating little shits. That is,
0: (laughs) that is true. That is accurate. (laughs)
1: Uh, Well, speaking of, uh, speaking of, of experiences, a game came out. The game I was playing this weekend, it it came out actually last week or maybe two weeks ago. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting it to come out. It kind of, it kind of surprised me. I knew that there was going to be a new version, but I didn't know that it was, it was now. And that game is a Switch title, Paper Mario: The Origami King. And I don't know if you ever played Super Mario RPG back in the day. Very I little. I don't know if you played Paper Mario back in the day, or any of the Paper Mario's. I don't know Very if you played. Very little. M- Mario and Luigi superstars on on any of the 3D. I think I think we've
0: established how hardcore I am about RPG games in general on this podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, uh, so I'm a, I'm a I'm a huge Super Mario RPG is is one of my favorite RPGs, if not my favorite RPG uh, that I've that I've played multiple times. And Paper Mario came out way back in the day for uh, the GameCube. I think I think that's the first one it came out for. Yeah, and I, I just I I loved I loved that it was an extension of Super Mario RPG, just in like a, a quirky little you know two D character character Mario, and it's the original it's so, Paper
0: Mario was on Nintendo sixty four.
1: Oh, there there it is. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I still got one of those in that closet right there. <laughs> thank you, thank you for the correction. Um, so so I think like Nintendo direct mentioned that there's going to be a new paper Mario earlier, earlier this year or or last year. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Woo. Good thing. I got a switch. So when it popped up last week or, or whenever I'm like day one, buy, like, I, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to buy it. And it is just, it, it is a great looking game. It, uh, the, the things they do with the paper aesthetic, with like the, the gimmicks and the gags that they do with, with 2d, um, you, you would think like, Oh, like how much, how good can a game look if it's just everything looks like paper and it just the things they do with it are just, it, it, it blows my mind, the design choices. But for example, there's a, there's a little scene where you're, you're going, they're going down a, a river and the, the blue of the river is sheets of paper, like kind of ripped at the edges, and just th- the way they they interact with each other makes it look like an undercurrent. And on top of it is like another kind of just a single sheet of torn paper that looks like the wave on top of it, and how they layer those things together is just, ah, God beautiful it's beautiful it's beautiful 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 but the origami part too like that is also an extra layer of it now because the the villain is is an origami character and origami made of paper everything is 2d in paper mario with the exception of origami so origami like uh, all your like the classic Mario characters are, are starting to get folded into these three dimensional characters. And those are the, those are the enemies you fight. Uh, it's just, it's just really fun. Those games are always so full of humor. <laughs> and uh, I, I, sh- I sent you a, a quick video of a, a, a boss fight towards uh, the one of the second boss fights. And this isn't going to spoil anything, but they're they're on a stage, and you know, you're looking at a stage, and there's a weird West Side Story thing that happens. <laughs> yeah, and and these these Koopas come out from one side of the stage, and you're looking at the stage, and they're coming in and they're snapping towards a birdo, <laughs> and the music from like West Side Story is playing, and then all of a sudden on the other side, some red Koopas come out, and then they start snapping to the to the music, and uh, just a so, bunch so of bunch of
0: snapping turtles. That's what those are.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, you, hey, got, hey. It. Now you got it. Now
0: we're back. it. we're back. Yeah, the, that, I mean, the, it sounds great. I just, the, I don't. The, the one, I don't play those games. I, I, but I probably should. I feel like I should try to give those games a shot.
1: Well, what I would say about this, you know, I talk about RPGs. This game isn't that much of an RPG. I think they, over the years with the uh, new versions of pa- paper Mario, they've taken away some of that, like leveling up type aspect. The, you know, the real RPG Ness of, of those games where you fight monsters, you fight Koopas, whatever you get experience points, you level up, you build up your abilities, what have you, right? Uh, RPG staple origami King. You don't, you don't do any of that. Like you get, items you get weapons you don't really have any party members uh and it's just it's just Mario his companion and then maybe a, another companion so far i'm only you know 3 uh, levels into the game but you know that's like you know 8 12 hours so far <laughs> right uh the uh the fights end up the fights are kind of cool because they're not like they're not you picking a move and then uh activating the move it's not just that like there's the you're in the center of uh, a four, like kind of a center circle. And then there's four layers outside of that circle. And so the enemies line up on those, those circles and slots and every battle is a puzzle. And so you have to line up the enemies either in a row or in a grouping of four close to you. So you can either jump on them or use your hammer to, to smash them up close if you line them up perfectly then your damage goes up by uh, uh, like times 1.5 okay uh, and uh that's that's how that's how you beat the battles and then you know if you win without taking any damage it with getting the puzzle perfect then you get extra coins for it
0: mm, so that, uh, that does sound cool
1: when I when I mentioned it to you, like it, it's fun, you know, it's good to do with your kids. That's how it's fun to do with your kids because it's slow. It's not action packed. You're not like there's no twitch gameplay. You're experiencing a story, and then occasionally you're fighting battles. But you're you're being like, oh, okay. How do I? Which road do I want to spin, or which road do I want to adjust to to make it a a, a perfect match and get that one point five damage? Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. Well. Maybe I'll maybe I'll have to check it out. Did you did you go direct digital buy? Did you download it direct?
1: Yeah, I, I I did. I did. I'm I'm too I'm too I'm too COVID weary to to try to go get the, the hard the device. I bought a uh, I, I bought an SD dry, you know a however the oh however one of the, the SD
0: card with like all all the memory you could possibly need.
1: Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. That's Just good. in case there's games that I wanted right now. I at right now
0: i i went uh, we, we we're gonna buy minecraft for the switch uh in a store but every store in my state uh is sold out of minecraft for the switch wow. uh wow. but like target online had it with like free shipping or whatever uh for the same price so we had to wait like three days um but then they delivered it to our house. And my thought behind that is we have two switch consoles in our house with the, with my switch light and then the OG switch. And uh, that allows me to move it back and forth uh, depending on if I want to play on my N- Nintendo light or whether the kids want to play on the switch. And at some point, as, as is always the case with my, with, with Minecraft in, in my, my house, Uh, someone's going to get tired of playing that game. And then uh, whether it's me or whether it's the kids, I don't know who's going to come first, but uh, then we'll at least have the other can have it uh, available to play uh, whenever, whenever somebody wants to. So,
1: yeah, I I think, I think my kid is is done with playing uh, Minecraft for now. One, because he, you know, one thing explodes and all of a sudden he's, he's, he's crying about how all his time was wasted and how it's not fair. Um, we, we we've
0: definitely shed some tears in my house over <laughs> Minecraft this week. That has definitely happened.
1: Yeah, uh, but he's he gets a, a game a month, whether it's for his iPad or the Switch or Xbox or PS4. And for August, the game that he got, and we won't talk too long too much about this, is a game called Gorn. On oh, Play-
0: my son has been asking for Gorn. Uh, oh, and really? I, and I have yet to. Uh, to to Take cave on
1: that one, yeah, yeah. So he's been playing Gorn, and uh, it's a it's a VR game. We have it for PS4, PSVR, um, and and he just sits there. It, it's like a gladiator type of game where mm-hmm. you are just this huge burly gladiator, and you fight other big burly gladiators with weapons and it's bloodied and like you're killing them and you just like you walk around in circles just killing as many things as you can Um, so he's been doing that and I'm sure that his his, uh, his mental ra- health
0: will be fine and uh <laughs> yeah we you've also uncovered the reason why I haven't purchased Gorn for my son yet yeah. I, Although I hear there's I like mean, a candy mode where instead of blood, it just shoots out candy or something. So.
1: Oh, I, I don't know. I haven't I haven't looked at it. I uh, I, I, I came home I came home from work and I, I I saw that he was playing it, and I wasn't feeling that great when I when I came home and and so I, I spent like twenty seconds watching it. And he's like, Dad, look at this. And I'm like, Oh God, I feel I feel sick already.
0: Oh yeah. So you Uh, get you get sick watching it being played on the on the TV.
1: uh, Yeah, yes, sometimes, sometimes I wasn't feeling good already. Like I I drank a Red Bull on an empty stomach at the end of the day.
0: Well, there you go.
1: (laughs) And uh, yeah, it it was it was it was a bad mixture. I Uh, real curious is playing
0: VR more motion sickness inducing than watching like a motion-based game on a TV.
1: Ooh. It that's a that, that's a tough that's a tough one. Um yeah, Be- because yeah, for it, me it, like
0: I I've only ever really felt motion sickness like from a video game in VR. Uh VR sickness is definitely a real thing for me. The first time I ever like did a demo of like an Oculus or I think it was a Vive headset. Um, it was at like a trade show type thing and I put mm-hmm. it on and I was looking around, but the guy that was demoing it was moving me around with like the arrow keys.
1: Yeah, that's right. And yeah. I like yeah. looked
0: behind me and he moved forward and like my body went in one direction. <laughs> my head was like the other. And immediately I was like, oh, oh no. Okay. Don't, don't want this. And then I've played some other games where the, the, the motion, mechanics were just they were off enough to where it made me feel sick but most other games where like I'm it's room scale or something like that and I can move around freely like I forget half the time I'm in a video game to to like where the the motion and the things mimic your real motion that I'm, I'm really curious how that works for you as a person that has to take dramamine before a gaming session
1: <laughs> well it 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 depends right because the the motion sick is all coming from the the equilibrium in you know in in my head whatever you know the ears and all that type of stuff and it, the reason you get motion sick is because your body's saying oh you you're there, there's something wrong inside of you get rid of it and and so if if like if I'm if I'm having if I had like coffee or something like that I, I'm already I'm already not feeling great or I uh, had too much sugar or I didn't eat anything or or, or what or whatever then I'm, I'm far more susceptible to being like starting a watch, watching the kid in a VR session and it's on the screen and me being like oh um, if it, other. If if I'm fine, if I'm like ready to play a game, then you some then a lot of times that doesn't happen. Yeah. Like if I'm playing GTA or, or from pl- really, uh, I say GTA is just the the closest example right now. And we, we've talked about it on the show before. If if my character, if I'm so into what the character is doing, and I'm like running around, I'm shooting some cops, and and I I hit an invisible barrier that in my head I'm like this. My on-screen persona should still be moving forward. What isn't he moving for? Why isn't he moving forward? And you're kind of like, you know, just like when you're playing a game, you're getting tense and you're like, ha, ha. yeah, like trying to run forward. You're like, you know, like a driving game, you're like, you're turning the controllers, you're turning, you're trying to turn right or left, right? That's what your your body's doing that. So playing GTA, I'm the character, I'm like, I want to move forward. And same same thing with vr you feel like you should be moving forward you feel like there should be full momentum but yet your character on screen is getting blocked by something invisible and how that interacts with the equilibrium in in my head sometimes makes me feel sick in those types of games more so for first person shooters than than gta but it was just an example yeah
0: very interesting that's Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh I it's weird because I feel like I'm way more passive, I think, when I play games. Um, in terms of like like if we're playing like a GTA or something like that, a lot of the time I'm more like yeah. just kicked back in my kicked back in my chair, just like, all right, you know, moving. Uh I'm less like, yeah, like moving my body with it. Um, so I don't know. That's maybe that's just how we're different. That's just us.
1: We yeah. are different, everyone.
0: What I will say, though, is you better believe I'll be throwing the VR headset on when we play Star Wars Squadrons in a few months. Oh, yeah.
1: Can't wait. (laughs) Oh, buddy. Can't
0: wait for it. I'm going to be flying some X-Wings and TIE Fighters and all kinds of stuff.
1: Day one purchase. Oh, speaking of day one purchase, Battletoads. Battletoads featuring Ryan Ridley as the voice of Zitz. There you
0: go. <laughs> uh yeah, that'll that'll be a lot of fun to play as well. What do they have a release release date for that?
1: Yeah. Uh, they do, I think, but I don't know what it is.
0: You didn't memorize that? No,
1: I didn't. I, I saw it last night as I was re- watching Turkey Trot on Shudder.
0: Obviously. Of course you were. <laughs> uh yeah, this is the original Battletoads. Battletoads 2020 video game released August 20th. It's
1: right that's right.
0: It's right around the corner. It's 2 days after my birthday, guys. Uh day one purchase. Your, birthday your birthday's purchase. in August? Let's shut up. Get out of here.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, uh, uh speaking of getting out right, of here. All right. That's
0: that's our show. Uh send all birthday wishes to care of Brandon at Juggle me Apathetic. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are going to go run off right now and record the second of a podcast double feature uh, doing an episode of Submitted for Your Approval, oh. Twilight Zone podcast with none other than your host, Brandon Cruz. <laughs> if you have not listened to Submitted for Your Approval and you are a Twilight Zone fan, go to our website, go to apatheticenthusiasm.com, go to your favorite Podcatcher, uh wherever you listen to podcasts, look up Submitted for Your Approval. Uh the first episode, one of my favorites, uh, because <laughs> I'm on it. Um, but yeah, Brandon, Brandon is churning out. I don't know, I'm plugging your show for you because you're too humble. But do you want to do you wanna plug your actual Twilight Zone show?
1: I do a show called Submitted for Your Approval it's Twilight Zone podcast uh yeah i'm not i'm not good at, i'm not good at.
0: <laughs> if you like twilight zone <laughs> go check out this podcast and uh or head over to youtube or twitch and uh you can catch it live uh well twitch twitch you're probably too late go to youtube and and look up the august 3rd episode Uh, for the doubleheader, but um, all right, that's it for us. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for rating, reviewing, following, subscribing, everything that you do. And uh, we will be back soon with another episode. Uh, Let us know if you watched or played any of those movies or games, what your guys' thoughts were. And uh, yeah, stay safe out there, everybody. Hope you guys have a good week. Stay safe, Cincinnati. We'll see you
1: later. Bye. We're not in Cincinnati, but maybe somebody listening is in Cincinnati.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward.